record. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Sandberg Athletics Podcast, where we give you an inside look at the coaches, athletes, and others associated with Carl Sandberg College Sports. I'm your host, Aaron Fry, alongside producer Brian Hutton, who's helping us with some audio magic uh, today. And before we introduce our guest, I want to remind you to follow Sandberg Athletics on social media. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at, at Sandberg Chargers and on Twitter at, at Sandberg NJCAA. And don't forget, you can also get all the latest news and info on the Chargers by checking out SandbergChargers.com, your home for Carl Sandberg College Athletics. Okay, all right. Our first ever guest here on the Sandberg Athletics podcast is someone who's new to Sandberg Athletics herself, uh, our athletic director, Daniela Earl. Daniela, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah, we're making a little bit of history, so... That's great. I like that. Uh, and and this will be a good experience for you and me because you've you've only been here a few weeks and we really haven't had a chance to sit down and uh, learn about each other. So this is a chance for me to learn about you just as much as everybody else who's going to be listening out here today. So sounds good. Let's get going. Okay. Well, first of all, for people who don't know, kind of tell us how you ended up here. Well, I you know I'm a lifetime administrator. I've been either coaching or, or administrating at the collegiate level my whole career, and uh, I actually retired in June and spent the summer just uh, kicking up my heels and, and enjoying things. Uh, and then this opportunity presented itself, and my family has no desire to really leave the region uh, right now. My my kids are entrenched in their sports and activities here in town. So uh, I saw this and I reached out and it seemed like a good fit and something I could enjoy as, as I'm moving into the later stages of my career. And uh, so here I am and happy to be here. Yeah. And you were just across town at Knox I College was, for a few yeah. years. Yeah. Yep. I was at Knox for four years. That's what brought us to the region. Um, and I uh, had a good, good run and enjoyed it. And uh, was just you know ready for retirement and or at least I thought I was so <laughs> that didn't really work out my kids kind of had a bet going on how long this will last but um, it was kind of a joke in our house actually it was a joke with everyone who knew me but um, I truly did enjoy the summer and it was nice to just spend time with my three kids and um, you know just kind of re re-engage with them on a very different level mm-hmm. you know, being unplugged so to speak uh, but when this popped up, and, and I knew some of the people here, and I thought, you know, this could be really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point in my career, I need to enjoy it, right? This is, this is about enjoyment and kids and, and watching kids play sports and uh, helping coaches do what they love to do, which is coach and, um, you know, give our, our student-athletes the best experience possible. So uh, this this – fit it was a good fit I think both ways I hope both ways <laughs> yeah so far so good I think and <laughs> yep. you really got thrown into the fire because uh, your official start date was what September 1st yep. so we were you know right in the in the throes yep. of the fall season uh, so yeah is it does it kind of help to, to start off that way where it's just like boom you know got to get going right away you know transitions are just transitions I, I don't think there's a good time or a bad time um you know, I, fortunately, with 
you know, 30 plus years in higher ed, um, I was at least anticipatory, right? I could anticipate what, what was going to be happening coming out of the gate. Uh, and, uh, but the coaches here are so veteran, you know, we've got a lot of coaches who've been here a while and, um, they know the ropes and they, they know what to do and, uh, they're veterans, right? So low maintenance is what I call that. <laughs> Uh, and then we've just got great support personnel, yourself included, um, around the program. So uh, I think for me, September is really just sitting back and seeing how it works and what works and maybe what could be tweaked um, and trying not to be a bull in a china closet. And, <laughs> you know, there's no point in reinventing the wheel. We are successful. Yeah. Sandberg is good. We yeah. have good athletes, great athletics, solid academics, um, so it's just a matter of me figuring out where can we tweak it to make it a little bit better, maybe more efficient. Um, and I've already got some ideas, but, you know, it'll take time. It's been, but it's been smooth, I think, overall. Good. And, and for you, this is, you know, truly a different experience, even though you've been an administrator, but that's been at the NCAA level mm-hmm. and coming here to the NJCAA level and working with uh, a two-year school and a community college. Uh, how has that transition been? What What are some of the differences that you're seeing uh, in your first few weeks here? You know, it, the big – so let me tell you what's not different. Coaches aren't different, right? They're all competitive. <laughs> they all want to win, and they all want what's best for students. So that's not different. Um, student-athletes aren't different, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want to win. They want to be competitive. They want to have a good experience, Um and they, and then there's academic challenges for some, right? So those, those things are all the same. I don't. The only difference between say Division One, Division Three, or NJCAA, and I say this often, is where the decimal place is at in the budget, mm. right? That's it. The the philosophy and the mindset of the students and the athletes and the coaches that doesn't really change. It's just the amount of money you have to throw at the problem that mm-hmm. changes. Um, so that's been exactly what I thought. Now, what's different, you know, we only have student-athletes here for two years. Mm -hmm. So our ability to have an impact has to be quicker. It has to be more profound. It has to be more robust. Um, So I think in those ways, it's a little more challenging. And our coaches um, do a great job, from what I've seen, at least in my short time here. But uh, the rules are a little different. Obviously, I'm having to adjust to, okay, wait a minute. What can they do? What can't they do? Um, but again, you know, with a veteran group of coaches, um, I've had a few questions that I had to look it up, you know, get out the old manual, kind of do it the old-fashioned <laughs> way. And, um, but then I don't hesitate to reach out to the national office, and yeah. I call it playing my newbie card. Hi, I'm new. I've never <laughs> been at this level. Could you answer this question for me? And, and the national office has been very helpful, yeah. uh, and, of course, the region and the conference as well. To your point about students only being here for two years, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's uh, and that's something that I've heard from coaches here in the past where it's you don't have a lot of time to develop them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they need to get in and be ready to play, be ready to compete. And yep. it's not like, yeah, being in a four-year school where you might spend those first two years, you know, being someone who's there working hard in practice and maybe getting a little playing time as a freshman and sophomore and then developing into a bigger role. So, yeah, I'm sure that's a challenge for uh coaches to deal with and for players too i think it's it's tough um tougher right um there's no red shirt year not really um Mm -hmm. well there isn't and these student athletes come in and play right away like they don't have a year or two to get their feet under them and figure it all out and 
So kudos to the student athletes because they come in and they have to get after it right away. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the coaches because they don't have the luxury of, oh, well, we'll bring him along slowly. He'll get it next year because next year is the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think there's a lot of mentoring that happens very quickly, um, and it's, it's very intentional. Uh, and that is a little different for me because we don't have time to bring them along. And, yeah. and so um, I have, um, I appreciate Starfish. You know, on our campus we use Starfish, <laughs> where the faculty can communicate with the coaches and advisors, and uh, mm-hmm. I, that's a great system. I'm so glad we use that here. I'm very impressed in general at Sandberg with the technology. Um, let's start with this room we're in with the podcast. But um, just so many great technological resources um, to really help us quickly determine, do we have a challenge? Do we have an issue we need to be dealing with? Um, and then, of course, there's roadmaps to, to solve the problem, which mm-hmm. is even help, more helpful. Um, it's great to know you have a problem, but how to solve it, that's a different issue. And I've been really impressed since I've been here. You know, this is my seventh school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have a little bit of an ability to compare and contrast. Uh, and I will say I'm, I'm really impressed with how Sandberg um, manages their population and supports them and the number of resources available. And really, I'm blown away by the technology. It's yeah, fun. We're experiencing for, yeah, the, for I mean, the first time Those here. of you listening, I wish you could see this room. It's like, <laughs> I feel like I've gone into some, like, like alien space place <laughs> with all this technology around me. It's beautiful. It's intimidating for it's me beautiful. as someone who's, uh, you know, not technologically stupid, but technologically scared, uh, for at least using something for the first time. Um, you mentioned this is your seventh school. Uh, for people who don't know you uh, and your history, kind of walk us through uh, where else you've been and, uh, yeah, before before. All right, Sandberg. so how long is this podcast? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so I went – my undergrad was at Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas. My mother had gone there and my father, and um, so I made the decision to stay close to home. Home was Houston at the time. And uh, both sets of grandparents lived in that town – so I had a plan, laundry two days a week on the weekends, free meals. I had a plan. <laughs> That's a college kid exactly. plan for sure. Yep. So I was thinking. Um, and uh, from Lamar, then I went on. I taught high school for two years there in the area. I had a USA swimming club that I coached uh, in, a, in a solid club, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so I took the teaching gig just for something to do all day, and I coached all night and all morning. Uh, and... Um, Two years in, LSU called, offered me an assistant job, and so, of course, I jumped at that. I I always wanted to work at the college level. So I went to LSU as a coach, spent a couple of years there. Then I went to University of Texas as their assistant, primary assistant coach, uh, with their women's swimming and diving program, and I was there a little over a year, and then I, of course, being young, and you know it all when you're young, right? You know everything. (laughs) Um, so I wanted, was ready to be a head coach. So I took my first head coaching job out at Fresno State University out in California, and mm-hmm. I was there 10 years, uh, and it was wonderful. I loved it. Um, it was just all, all of my experiences have been really, really solid. Um, so spent my 10 years at Fresno and Tulane University back in New Orleans, uh, which is where I was born, uh, and closer to my mother and dad and families all in Texas. So um, uh, Tulane wanted to restart their program. They had suspended their program a few years back. 
Uh, and they reached out, and um, so I thought, you know, I'm going to look into this and, and just see what it's about. And the budgets were fantastic, um, and I like the region. And private school, I'd never been at a private school, so I thought, you know, this wouldn't be a bad resume builder, right? Let me see what this is like. So I was out at Tulane, and I was at Tulane during Hurricane Katrina. I have to mention that because we're in the throes of hurricane season, yeah. and um, sending my thoughts to all my friends in, in Florida right now. But um, So I coached there a couple of years, had a great run. We won a championship as a second-year program, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, but I transfer, transitioned into administration there uh, after Katrina. Um, I really wanted to just stay and help them rebuild. I was pretty committed to the region, and, and I really enjoyed my time there at Tulane. So that's when I transitioned and Primarily in the business office, uh, a lot of finance, but I also uh, worked a little bit in the compliance area. And then from there, University of North Dakota. Um, I went up to UND, um, FCS, so I'd never been at the FCS level, so Mm -hmm. I thought that could be fun. Uh, But uh, they were transitioning from Division II to Division I, uh, and my role was really to manage the transition. It's a five-year transition, and it's a boatload of paperwork, as you can imagine, Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, really build the program up, staffing, staffing up, creating offices that didn't exist really prior, like academic centers, uh, compliance office, things like that. So 10 years at UND uh, and uh, decided it was time to start heading back south. The winters are brutal. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, eight weeks below zero and uh, 10 years. and, And the kids were starting to get a little bit older. Our oldest was five and or six at the time and. Um, we started talking about trying to get into a warmer climate mm-hmm. and just something that was a little more conducive to um, what our family enjoys doing, which is a lot of outdoor sports and just hiking, things, boating. We're big boaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what brought us to Knox. I started looking, and I thought, you know, I want to give D3 a shot. Um, I like the philosophy of just being an athlete because you love it, not mm-hmm. because you're getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then um, so I – was in Knox for four years and love it. And we do, we really, we like Illinois. It's got four seasons, you know, yeah. some are a little shorter than others, but it's been nice. And as I said, we retired and, um, you know, the kids, we said, well, where do we want to move? We can go anywhere. Right. Um, and the kids were looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, we're not moving. We're done. So, um, again, when the Sandberg job opened, um, I was thinking, well, maybe I could help out just on an interim. That's kind of where it started. I reached out. I knew Steve. Uh-huh. We had developed a, a bit of a rapport um, when I was at Knox. And and I think that's important to have a rapport with Crosstown you know, yeah, absolutely. folks, right? Um, so Steve and I had, had developed a bit of a rapport. And I said, hey, if you need an interim or just an extra set of hands for a few months, I my kids are going back to school in September. I'm going to be twiddling my thumbs. Um, you know, I'll, I'm happy to help out. And he said, well, let's talk about it. And, and then it was, well, no, we just apply for the job. You know, let's, let's do it. And so we talked a lot about um, what was important to me and what was important here. And uh, I think Steve and I both felt like it, it was a really good fit for, for what, what was needed here and kind of what I was looking for and where I was at in my career and, I couldn't be happier. It's just been a great ride, and I've had a great career. It's been fun, and um, but I'm enjoying the student athletes here. I was a little late coming into the podcast because some of the soccer players, men, were outside my office, and 
you know, we were chatting it up, and I just enjoy that. And um, so, good, good group of kids here. Did uh, did you know that you wanted to move into an administration role, or was that something that you hadn't really considered before? Uh, spot at Tulane kind of led to that. Yeah, no, I was never going to the dark side. <laughs> when I coached, um, I was never, I was lifetime coach. I loved coaching, really enjoyed it. Um, just have a meaningful impact on students in so many different ways. Um, I think coaches sometimes are very uh, underappreciated for what they bring um, to a holistic collegiate experience. But um, as I, you know, as I started to mature just as a professional, I, I started thinking, you know, it'd be nice if we had a different lens in administration. Um, during the 2000s, a lot of administrators were coming right out of college, hmm. never coached, never been a college student athlete, right? Just went through their master's programs, got their sport admin degrees, admin degrees, and went right into it. And really, I, I find myself saying we need more coaches in administration or former student athletes. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it, it, the thought grew slowly in the back of my mind. And then at Tulane, you know, watching the devastation of Katrina on all the schools in town. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just Tulane, but Xavier was right down the road. Dillard University uh, was up on the north part by the lake. And just seeing the impact that that had on all of the athletics, the colleges, right, the, everything, I thought, you know, I, this might be a good time. So the opportunity presented itself, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a try. And if I don't like it, I'll go back to coaching. But I liked it. It stuck. Yeah. So. And it, like you said, I, I'm sure it certainly helped you, you know, in your decision-making along the way. Hey, this coach is coming to me with an issue. I've been there before. Right. I know what they're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, who uh, – Who's someone who inspired you or kind of helped you to get to where you are today? Gosh, there'd be so many people. I think every, probably, a lot of my fellow coaches, other sports, I really paid attention um, to what other sports were doing. You know, it, every sport has its own culture, mm-hmm. a little different, but um, I, I would say there were a lot of coaches along the way that were maybe a little older or a little wiser and I would just sit back and watch. If I named one, I'd probably offend five others, so I'm not going to. I'm going to be a politician and thoroughly just ignore that question altogether. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, honestly, just having some really good administrators who took time with me, um, one in particular at Fresno State, my, the SWA, was my direct report, Diane Milutinovich, um, really took her time with me. And uh, when I misstepped, was there to support me and, kind of redirect me, and, and I did have a few missteps those first few years as the head coach. Um, but she, she was careful with me. I think she saw potential and um, took her time with me, and I appreciated that. But I, I've learned a lot as a coach from other coaches, but I've learned a lot as an administrator from coaches. Um, and they don't always know that, and they don't always see it. But um, there, there have been quite a few coaches in the time I've worked that, that I thought, wow, you know, they're smart. They're really smart, and, and they've got some great ideas. And um, so I think I've, I, I hope I've borrowed from probably 20 or 30 of them uh, in my time. And even here, you know, we've got some coaches that I think are going to be really fun to work with here, and we'll have some really good ideas. You're uh, the second woman to be athletic director here at Stanberg. Uh, Mary Robson back in the 80s was the first. Um, why is it important for 
women to be in positions of leadership, especially in athletics where it's been dominated by men sure. uh, for decades and decades? Young people want to see people that look like them, whether it's race, ethnicity, right, um, gender. It doesn't – all of that. They want to see – they need to see people who look like them. And, you know, it never occurred to me that I could be an athletic director. It, it really – because when I was in high school, there were none, not at any level. And um, to, to have the ability now, when I met one of the teams here, it was one of the women's teams, that's the first thing they said. Way to go, girl. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just laughing. Um, and, you know, I don't see myself as a, as a female athletic director. I'm just an athletic director. Mm-hmm. I'm here for everyone, you know, to make sure everyone – gets that great experience, but I'm keenly aware that I am still a bit of a trailblazer. It's more common now than it used to be, Uh, and we have a lot of people before us to thank, men and women, who allow this to happen, Um, but I am keenly aware that, that for some of these young people, I might be the first woman in a true leadership position. Yeah that they've ever experienced. So I need to do well, to do a good job. Um, and also colleagues, you know, coworkers that, that have maybe never worked with a woman in a position like this. So it's, it's always a journey, I'll tell you that. It's a good experience for everyone involved. Yes, I think it is, yes. Uh, we're just about wrapped up here, but uh, before we let you go, we have a, a few quick hitter lightning round questions for you. Okay, uh, you're out for an evening with no kids. <laughs> Where in Galesburg, excuse me, <clears throat> or the area are you going out to eat? Landmark Cafe. Landmark Cafe. Absolutely. What's your go-to dish there? The pasta. Mama's pasta. Mama's pasta. That's my wife's favorite, too. Love it. Love it. I'm a pesto chicken pasta guy. Yeah, I'm not a pesto. <laughs> but we're probably going to Landmark because it actually has grown-ups and you know, not finger food for the kids. Yep. <laughs> You're out for an evening with the kids. Where are you guys going around here? In Galesburg, maybe Pizza Ranch if the little guy, the eight-year-old, gets to pick. <laughs> um, if the older kids are picking, probably Wild Wings. Wild Wings. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, my, that's our go-to. Uh, last book you read? Oh, my gosh. So I'm reading a book now, and I'm not even sure I know the name of it. Um, so I reread, I finished it about a month ago, I reread Lee Iacocca's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was his journey on rebuilding Chrysler. Okay. This is really old. I just dated myself. <laughs> this book probably Kids came out. Kids are like, what is Chrysler? Yeah, they're like, I don't even know what that is. Um, it probably <laughs> came out. But I reread it because um, it just fascinates me. The automotive industry fascinates me. Um, but his the way that he had to kind of recreate the culture there. It was mm-hmm. really interesting to me. And um, so I just finished, I reread that book, actually. Um, so that's the last one I can probably remember the title of. I'm a Clive Klessler fan. Okay. So a little, little action. Little action, yeah. little marine archaeology uh-huh. type vibe going on. Okay, okay. So. Uh, what are you streaming? If anything, what do you, what do you want? Do you, oh, are right you, now are I'm you doing, like, yes, oh, yes. I'm streaming Bosch right now, Amazon Bosch. Prime. Okay. It's like a detective. He's L.A. L.A. Uh, he's in the Hollywood Homicide Division. So <laughs> I'm binge-watching Bosch right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, you can go on any game show of your choice. 
what game show are you choosing to go on? Price is Right. Price is Right. Wow. I was going to say Jeopardy because that sounds so much more intelligent. Um, but you actually have to know things to win. So I'm going to go with Price is Right. If you could go on the Price is Right and play a game, what game What game are you hoping you get to play? Oh, any of them. Anyone? Yeah, any of them. I, like, I really like spinning the big wheel. Oh, I just yeah. want to spin the big that, wheel. That does look like a thrill. I know. Yeah. I want to spin the big wheel. <laughs> um, you're going on a trip. Are you choosing to go on plane, train, or automobile? Plane. Plane, get me there quick. Yep, get the, let's be precise. Get the kids there. Get quickly. the kids. <laughs> Traveling with kids always an adventure for sure. Um, favorite sports teams aside from Sandberg. Well, Sandberg goes without saying. Okay, so we'll start with NFL Pro. Um, I'm a big Saints fan. You know, New Orleans, now that yeah. tugs at the that's the heartstrings a little bit. Uh-huh. You have to remember we had the hurricane, and two years later. Mm-hmm. About a year and a half later, they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing that could have happened for that city. We cried. We were so happy. And it wasn't about football. It was right. about the city. So probably the Saints, um, although I'll watch anybody. I watch any team. Um, I'm not – I'm a, I'm a college baseball okay. person. I'm not big on – I'm not big on pros for baseball. Okay. I'm going to follow college baseball. Like LSU? Um, I always follow my old schools, okay. so I'll, I'd have to name all of them. Okay. Sandberg, obviously, yeah. but I'm a college baseball person. So. Fre- Fresno State, they won yes. the College World when Series. I, so when I was at Fresno State, we won softball and baseball. Wow. So a lot of pressure on Todd and Josh. <laughs> because, and then when I was at Texas, they were super regional. When I was uh-huh. at Tulane, uh, that was Rick Walker's team, okay. Super Regionals. So I'm just saying, a lot of pressure on Todd and Josh here. At High Sandler. bar for Coach Wentz, right. Coach Foreman. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite subject in grade school growing up? History. History. No question. Still a history buff? Still. Yeah. Uh, least favorite subject? Are my kids going to hear this? <laughs> math. Math. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah, math. Because you actually have to know what you're doing. You can't just memorize it and regurgitate it. Uh-huh. Yeah, math, math was probably probably my least favorite. Can't, can't fake your way through long no, division or really algebra. Or you just like kind of have to know what you're doing. No <laughs> fake it and make it there. All right. Well, Danielle Earl, this has been a, a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on the first ever uh sandberg athletics podcast has been a pleasure yeah thank you i've had a boss hopefully we'll do it again yeah all right well that's going to do it for us today please uh, remember to rate and review us wherever you get your podcast and if you have something you'd like to hear right here on the sandberg athletics podcast please let us know about it in the reviews or drop us a note on social media we would love to hear your thoughts and ideas about what you want to hear and uh, how to improve this going forward so thank you so much for everyone to listen and 